Look, I want to drive, okay? My arm's fine. So look, get the car off the trailer. Don't don't look at me. Get it off the trailer. It's time. The NASCAR Race Show. Hi, this is NASCAR Hall of Famer Ray Everham, and you're listening to the WGN Street Race Radio Special. Now, Cole, when you shift the gear and that little needle on the tack goes into the red and reads 9,000 RPM, that's bad. The NASCAR Race Show with Dane Neal. Sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. It's like you said. If you ain't first, you're last. It's go time. Here's Dane Neal. Break out the Bandito, baby. 720 WGN. High atop Chicago Skyline Studio. It is the Street Race Radio Special. And we'll be on with you from 7 till 10. It is brought to you by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. And over at Bub City, there is a big party happening there. We've got the entire team. The El Bandito Yankee uh, car is out in front of the place. And you can get over there. you got drink specials. you got margaritas. Uh, you have an opportunity to sign up to win a trip Four two to the uh, NASCAR Championship weekend that is happening out in Phoenix coming up. So a lot of things happen. I think we even may have a couple general admission tickets for race weekend from NASCAR as well. So stay tuned for that for the rest um, during the rest of the show. So we've got a, a pretty jam packed show on tap. First off, I want to interview or introduce our uh, co host for it. We got Pat Patterson, the PRN race announcer, play by play guy, one of the long standing broadcasters in the world of racing. Pat, welcome to WGN. Dane, it, this is tremendous. Uh, first of all, just happy to be here. Thank you for the invite. Number two, what an incredible studio and view you guys have. I can't believe you get to come to work every day and see this. This is it's well, fabulous, this view from up here. It's part of, I think, what maybe the drivers and the teams and just maybe NASCAR fans have never seen racing in a, in a setting like this. You know, we've got, we've got great building. You know, a lot of times Chicago doesn't get all the headlines for the best reasons. Maybe it's political corruption. Maybe it's rampant crime. It isn't always, you know, we do have the architecture and the beauty. So it's nice to hear that, Pat. Oh, you've got, you got a lot more than that. Uh, you've, you've got a history of, of cars. And, and when you think about the, just the uh, history of the automobile and uh, the impact the automobile had on this part of the country, uh, on Chicago and Illinois, and um, the fact that uh, back in the day they raced at Soldier Field, and that you know we, we there was racing in Chicago long before there was racing uh, even in Indianapolis and even in some of the bigger cities around America. So racing used to be something that you found in a lot of the major cities around. The country. You had Santa Fe Speedway. There was racing there. Soldier Field, it's great that you mentioned that as well. Of course, it's been reconfigured and it isn't as big as it was. But but yeah, talking to, to Ned Jarrett over time, there's a lot of people that are the longstanding kind of you know old school racers that do remember Chicago as a racing town. Well, you, you got to remember, Dane, unlike other sports, you know, uh, you know, you may not have been a, a great football player as a kid, or you might not have, you know, been able to do the layups on, on the basketball court, or maybe you just couldn't quite connect, you know, with that baseball. But you know what? Everybody can drive. Everybody has driven. Everybody's been in a car. Everybody can relate to going fast in a car. And so racing really kind of, it kind of sinks up, I think, 
to to all of us in some way, shape, or it, form. The car is the great equalizer, and hopefully, hopefully, Pat, with a little bit of inspiration and some uh, some great racing this weekend, we can reconnect with our Chicago racing roots on the show. Of course, Pat's going to be with us until ten uh, as well. We are going to have Alex LeBay. He is going to be racing the Xfinity race. He's going to be racing the El Bandito. I mean, there'll be other things on the car, but we'll be right there. Yeah, El Bandito is going to be on the hood of Alex LeBay's car, and uh, of course, our friends from uh, Famous Dave's is going to be on the. Uh, uh, the quarter panels of the car, and even even Jack Link, some of the uh, d- jerky folks are also going to be on the uh, a car as well. So it's uh, it's perfectly decorated. We just hope it's fast. <laughs> so the jerky folks, I love it. The Jack Links, that's great stuff too. Other guests that are going to be on the show with us, you know, great PRN personality and racing voice. Doug Rice is going to join us. We're going to have Brad Gilly with us. Ray Evernham, and uh, he's got a NASCAR Hall of Famer. Uh, of course, the longtime crew chief for for Jeff Gordon. He'll be joining us as well. Jamie Little, when it comes to the broadcasting side, Pat, what do you think about that? So Jamie's great. Thing. You know, it's one of the rare things in sports where they do that that sort of um, handoff, right? The, the peaceful transition of power in racing from Fox to to NBC. Well, J- Jamie has uh, earned her stripes, so to speak, over all these years of covering racing. And you know what I love most about her is is that she's in it. I mean, you can see it, the passion that comes through in the broadcast that she does, uh, the connections she has with the drivers. She's one of those personalities that doesn't just show up at the booth ready to start talking she's down in the garage she's walking around she's talking to crew chiefs she's talking to drivers she wants to understand what's going to go on that that day and so that she can really fit in nicely uh with the other co-hosts that they have in the booth uh calling her and she's one of the very first females that we've ever had in the racing business that's been the anchor uh, of the uh, of the sport big part of that uh, arca broadcast now when it comes to chicago people People think Bears football. This is the 20th anniversary of Emmett Smith breaking Walter Payton's record for the all-time rushing leader for uh, the NFL. And so he's in on racing, too. Jesse Awuji, Naval Academy guy. And they have a car that is every bit Chicago, as it is Xfinity, the University of Chicago car, Andre Castro. So Jesse Awuji is going to join us. Andre is going to join us. We're going to have Kevin Harvick is going to join us. This is his, you know, he was the original winner for the Chicagoland Speedway, won that first race there and here he is with an opportunity to do it again on the street race for the first time so kevin harvick is going to join us dw daryl waltrip is going to be on to talk a little bit about kind of the impact the big picture of the sport what it means what a great voice he is uh, happily retired now but we rested him out of his vacation for that dale jarrett part of that uh, nbc team and then jeff hammond is going to join us as well and miguel paluto is going to be on with us yeah, and, and Miguel is a seven-time Brazilian Porsche racing champion. So he is a guy that knows how to turn right and left <laughs> and get it right a lot for a lot of checkered flags. A guy that's been getting it right in a big way on the tequila side is going to join us right after this break. Jim Bob Morris is going to be on with us, so keep it here. It is the uh, Street Race Radio Special with Dane back after this. 720 WGN, it is the Street Race Radio Special right here on WGN. Pat Patterson to my right, and on the line we have uh, the fearless leader, the head bandito, the guy that is going to be driving the El Bandito Yankee car uh, down Clark Street right a little bit later over there at Bub City, the one only Jim Bob Morris. Jim Bob, welcome welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Race Weekend. Hey, buddy. Uh, two of my favorite people on the air. I've got Dane <laughs> Neal and I have got Pat Patterson. I couldn't be happier having two of the my best buds uh, joining me today. Hey, how are you guys? 
We're we're good. We just wish we were at Bub City, you know, throwing down with you and the gang. <laughs> well, I had to move into one of the reserve rooms. It's a pretty good crowd down here. I mean, we've got a big crowd outside, and uh, I've captured uh, I've, cra- I've captured Drew Patey. I got him uh, handcuffed, <laughs> and we're having a little bit of we're having some libations. El Bandito Yankee down here, but I encourage everybody to come down and join us. It's a it's a hostage situation, right? But a hostage in a fun way because people who come down not only will they get a chance to, to meet you, see the car do all that but they can sign up for an opportunity to join us in phoenix for the nascar championship weekend at the el bandito yankee cantina so that's i mean talk a little bit about that jim bob the presence out in phoenix it's going to be some place to be well, Phoenix out there, you know, we are the official tequila of the Phoenix Raceway and the Cup Series Final and Championship, so I'm really pleased with that partnership. And I'll tell you what, that track's amazing. It is it is loud. Uh, I think, you know, uh, people disagree with me, but it, it's really loud. It's not as loud as Bristol, but it's really loud. But i tell you what, the race is going to be great. It's going to be for the finals, and I'm excited about people joining us at the El Bandito Cantina on the infield. And we've got a lot of presence out there. But, uh, you know, we're big into racing. We're looking forward to this race uh, in Chicago because it's just new territory, Dane. I mean, and Pat knows this. This is, you guys both know, I mean, this is something that is very unique. We should be very proud that we've got it here in our, our hometown in Chicago, and uh, I'm, I'm excited about starting races on Saturday and Sunday. Jim Bob Morris uh, on the line with us from Bub City. Jim Bob, you know what I'm proud of is in a racing situation, you got to get it right. I mean, you, you don't, you can't screw it up. You got to get it right. When you're making tequila you got to make it pure and you got to make it right and you know what i love is el bandito yankee tequila is made right you can talk about that well i appreciate that you know there's going to be a lot of left turns and a right right turns in this race on saturday and sunday but i'll tell you what we made all of the right moves in regards to making el bandito yankee it's 100 percent pure authentic there's no additives we don't put any we don't put any adulteration in like like half the people do out there we've got you know there's there's 3,000 different tequilas out there and and el bandito yankee is one of 84 official authentic tequilas that absolutely 100 percent authentic so i appreciate you bringing that up you know think about this jim bob at the uh, at Bub City, known for their barbecue, you know, barbecue and banditos goes great together. We've done a ton of that with Blues Hog and all of our our good friends. But you know, one of the other things that goes well with, especially here in Chicago, which is Pizza City, USA, is pizza. So, talk a little bit about some of the ways we're going to be celebrating all weekend long at Aurelio's. Yeah, Aurelio's. We're going to be joining those folks. We're, we're going to start. Uh, I think we start Friday, Dane. I, I got to check my schedule. I just flew in, so I've got to look at my book and so forth. But I know that you know. Hey, first of all, El Bandito Yankee goes with about anything, and Aurelio's Pizza is the top in the in the city. So we're going to have two of the top notch. You got the best pizza in the world, and you got the best tequila. You can't go wrong. Jim Bob, what are you thinking about as far as things to do or just ways to experience the street race? Because there is so many different things going on. NASCAR has been pretty thoughtful with this. They're giving people races. Obviously, race fans are going to want to see races, but also the festival atmosphere, the concerts, you know, and then you have everything that Chicago has to offer, whether it's with the restaurants and shopping and things like that. It's a great weekend. It really is. I walked the track today with Drew and then uh, the CFO of El Bandito Yankee, Eric Lance. And so I, I walked it with Drew uh, Patey from Safety Clean. And, and the track is, you know, it's 
it's wider than you think. I mean, I think there's going to be some great racing here, but there's just a, I mean, Chicago, this is such a unique new territory, great experience. And, and I think we're going to, I think we're going to bring out a lot of new NASCAR fans. That's why I'm excited to be a part of the deal is that there's going to be some people that never, ever seen anything like this. And they're going to get a chance to experience the excitement of NASCAR. I think we're going to, we're, I think we're going to gain a lot of new fans here on this whole basis with El Bandito Yankee and NASCAR. I, I think the drivers are going to enjoy being here and so forth. I think it's going to be here. I, I hope it's here to stay. The last thing before we let you get back to your regularly scheduled evening and all that fun at Bub City. Race fans, I think there's going to be a lot of people for the first time that are going to be bit by the racing bug that are going to experience it. And I think if you like speed and you like fast, you like motorsports you're going to love some of those other options and those other series and el bandito is the you know it is the official tequila of race day right and so you have the nhra of course we had a big presence for the indy 500 and then coming up tomorrow on the dirt track side rico abreu right you know we're a big part of that as well on the spirit side well we are i mean we encompass racing we encompass going fast we encompass good time and Rico's running tomorrow, and I think we're going to run up and, and watch that race with him. So I want to invite both you guys, if you get a chance to come with us, uh, we'll, we'll run up and watch Rico run, and we'll be back down here for Saturday for qualifications at 11 o'clock. And then I think the, the uh, cup people start at, at uh, about one-something. And so uh, it's a full weekend of racing, man, and, and we're excited to have it. And I, everybody come down and see the El Bandito race car down here. we got Chris Chilios. Uh, Hall of Famer, you know, he's, he, he, Chris is our buddy. He's also our, our partner on El Bandito Yankee. Come down, get a picture with him, get an autograph, and uh, have some fun with us at Bub City. Jim Bob, enjoy the rest of your evening. Pat, you want to say anything to Jim Bob? Just encourage him to continue just, the celebration. Just, just keep him in line down there, Jim Bob. <laughs> don't let, don't let it get too out of control down there. It's going to be fun, right? Well, I will talk a little bit about my guy. You know, last minute they asked El Bandito if we wanted to get on the number 35 car with with Alex. And Alex can – you guys were talking about turning left and right. Alex Bay, he can do it. And uh, I, I said, hey, man, if nothing else, let's, if we can't finish first, let's finish excitingly. So it's not a word, Dane. It's excitingly a word. It is. It is from this moment forward. All right. Well, we're going to talk to Alex a little bit later on in the program, Jim Bob. Hopefully we'll see you down at Bub City soon. I'll see you guys later. Thanks, man. All right. Jim Bob Morris, he is the uh, the head bandito, the founder of El Bandito Yankee Tequila. And you guys got a chance, Pat, to walk the course, and which is pretty cool because, you know, one of the first people to do that, you know, years from now, lots of people will have done that. So what were your thoughts as a guy who knows this game inside and out? Well, you know, it's, first of all, folks, you just can't imagine the amount of concrete barriers, fencing, safety fencing, uh, the electronics that have to be run along the course. I mean, the the amount of effort that uh, both the city, NASCAR, and its vendors are putting into building a a a live race course in the middle of a city is is just phenomenal. Um, and and I was taken aback by by all of that today when I saw all of the crews doing so many different jobs. You got the broadcast crew is trying to get all the positions ready for the broadcasters. You got the race crew that's trying to get all of the uh, facilities ready for the actual race cars. And then you've got this huge crew that's taking care of the fans and the VIPs and and all of the kids that are going to come see this great race. You know, you got. All of that going on at the same time, plus there's still regular traffic that ain't going through the city. So, 
Wow. I mean, what what a Herculean effort to get this finished and get it ready to go for Saturday. When it comes to moving parts, you know, you think obviously about the cars, but you're right, Pat. There are so many things that go into making a NASCAR racing experience happen. All of those things, thousands of people all kind of working in harmony in unison to go ahead and, and put that together and to have that great unknown. No one's done it really here before. Does it feel like maybe did they work on and maybe you heard some uh, back channel stuff? Did they have like model set up or did they have practice areas there's one thing you can do as a driver on a simulator but for everything else well uh, you know f- folks if you're not familiar um these days with with online gaming uh there's there's a thing called i racing and and you may not have ever heard of that but but what it is it's, it's a training ground for race car drivers and fortunately for these drivers that are going to be racing here this weekend they have spent probably individually hundreds of hours training on a computer all the exact turns all of the exact movements the feel of the race course itself is all available to these drivers who are coming here on their way now to come race this weekend they've been running this course for you know literally months so so that's really preparing them for the real world when they get here and get in a race car. Yeah, unlike unlike the, the video games where maybe you can play what looks realistic for football or basketball. It doesn't make you 6'10 or Tom Brady. This is an opportunity. Racing is the one thing, and we'll talk about it throughout the course of the program, where that experience is one-to-one, and you can really benefit from it. Just ask William Byron. When we come back from this break, Pat Patterson and I are going to be joined by Brad Gilly, great broadcasters, Doug Rice. We're going to have Alex LeBay on. You just heard from Jim Bob about the El Bandito car. So keep it here. It is the Street Race Radio Special 720 WGN. Now back to the NASCAR Race Show. Sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Here's Dane Neal. 720 WGN High Top Chicago Skyline Studio. The Street Race Radio Special. I do have the one and only Pat Patterson to my right. And Pat on the line as one of, a fellow broadcaster is on the line with us. Yeah, he's a member of the uh, Performance Racing Network, part of my team. I'm, I'm always about my team. And uh, Brad Gilly, we can't do it without him. And he is the director of affiliates, by the way, uh, all the radio affiliates around the country for the Performance Racing Network. He also anchors broadcasts from time to time, as well as uh, works the pit road. And uh, Bradley, it's uh, it's great to have you on the program. And brother, let me tell you, I'm sitting on top of the world here in Chicago. Chicago, looking out the window here from WGN. This is an awesome place to broadcast, and we're going to find out how good a place it is to race. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, and happy race day to you, Pat. Great to talk to you both. So I was just wondering, so Brad, uh, when you think about what's going on with the race here today, and as you manage those affiliates, Pat had mentioned for, for PRN, different tracks have a different cachet some are like eh, okay you know roll racing fans love all the different tracks some are are kind of superstars the feedback that you get from the fans and the listeners yeah chicago hasn't happened yet but where does it rank it ranks very high i mean this is something that we've never done in the sport before actually run on a street course and then you know to consider that we're doing it in one of the largest cities in the united states is even a bigger deal but um you know it's been great because we've had wonderful storylines with some of the races that we've had really over the past several years from you know even converting charlotte motor speedway to a road course for one of the events going to circuit of the americas in austin reopening a track after it was closed for more than a quarter of a century in north wilkesboro and a street course in chicago something that a lot of people didn't really believe would happen and it is happening and uh, I, i'm pretty excited about it quite a bit 
Brad Gillies with us from the Performance Racing Network. Brad, you know, um, we're in the middle of one of the busiest and biggest cities when it comes to commerce. And, you know, I can't help but think in, in looking at what we're getting ready to do this weekend that radio affiliates around the country, they're always they, – they don't like anything stale. They, they want something new. They want to see something reinvented, if you will. And NASCAR, by coming here, kind of reinvents itself a little bit, wouldn't you think? And I think, I think it will stimulate – those affiliates that you deal with uh, all the time that you want to sign up and carry racing on the radio around the country i think this really could be a new catalyst for that reinvention i would agree i would agree look here's the deal um nascar has been touting that there are, i think a, the number i heard earlier this week from elton sawyer 82 percent of the ticket sales have come from new ticket buyers for this Chicago race. So the point is, people are excited about it. It's something new. It's something different. You know, we used to joke around that anytime you slap the name inaugural in front of an event, that people are going to pay attention. There is actually some truth to that, but this is more than just an inaugural event. This is a first time every event that we've ever done something like this. And again, to be able to do it on this scale, to be able to literally close city streets in downtown Chicago to run a NASCAR race is such a big deal. And I think everyone around the country gets excited about this and everyone around the country is going to have their eyes on this. And more importantly for our world, their ears. Yeah, when it comes to ambitious moves, the the clash at the Coliseum was one of those, and I think the stats were seventy percent were new NASCAR fans that were there. So eighty percent were were kind of going up on it, and it's a little bit different because. And here, talk a little bit about this, Brad, too, is that NASCAR has made an investment not only in the racing part of it, but the community. They have really stepped outside maybe of the norm and really integrated themselves in a bunch of different ways to the community, to a lot of different things that are going on. Is part of that, your thoughts, where it isn't just a static stadium, even something cool as L.A. Coliseum, is the community. they got to deal with the city council and all sorts of things you don't have to do at the track level. Yeah, no, that's very true. To be able to do something like this on this scale, you have to deal with a lot of different people. And, you know, in the city of Chicago, you also had a change in mayor since this, uh, you know, was originally signed. And some of the best things I've heard about this, people have asked me, well, what's going to make this a success? Look, I think the racing is obviously, but to me, the more important thing is what this does do for the community. And to hear the new mayor of Chicago just about a week and a half, two weeks ago, talking about how NASCAR, Julie Gisi, who from NASCAR is actually running this event, have just been so wonderful to work with and so good for the community. Um, you hear them making announcements that we've signed multi-year deals to support these charities in the Chicago area. And all of the other things that are going on, the biggest thing when NASCAR leaves on Sunday night that people of Chicago are saying, that was a really good thing for the city. That brought a lot of money into the economy. That was, you know, painless and interrupting our day. And it was exciting and enhancing our day and our entire weekend. To me, that's what's going to make this a success. You know, Brad, um, you and I work for the Performance Racing Network. And, of course, we have another network, which the radio is going to be covered by this weekend, called the Motor Racing Network. And oftentimes, you know, we like to pick on each other. And we always like to be a little better than the other guys. And they like to be a little better than us but you know what brad i'm cheering for the motor racing network this weekend and and i'll tell you why because there's a lot of people listening to wgn tonight that may have have no intention of coming down here to 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 see the race actually in person but the beauty is they can listen 
to the race, whether it's on the Motor Racing Network's uh, live app that you can get, you know, just like us, we've got a, a PRN app. There are so many chances for people this week here in this city to experience NASCAR on the radio. You know, I'm selfish because I'm a radio guy like you, so I'm really excited that we can get a, we could get a lot of new fans this weekend. I would agree, and I think we will. I think we will. I mean, you think of the millions of people that live in Chicago and the Chicago area um, that that know that NASCAR is there this weekend. Just that alone, and the amount of people that are going to be talking about, hey, checking out a NASCAR race. It's in our city. People who are coming not even just for the race, but because it's a big event, because they have you know major artists that are playing from you know Miranda Lambert to the Chainsmokers and you know Charlie Crockett and and the Black Crows and all of that. I mean, there's so many other things going on that are drawing attention attention to the sport in a positive way and you know pat we always say look uh we'd love for you to listen um and, and a lot of people can't be in front of a tv or can't be at the event and uh you can hear us no matter where you are if you've got a cell phone connection to anything you can listen to us you can listen to mrn the indycar radio network whatever it might be and uh you know let's be selfish pat um i think the product is much better on the radio you know brad here's that that thing you can see it you can be it if you would have asked people a year ago a couple years ago right could this ever happen they would have said i cannot even imagine it but when the smoke clears and hopefully with a great and successful race weekend there are going to be other cities that are not so unlike chicago that are going to say and i need to get some of that as well so you think about where where do you think so with um you know nashville is one of those places that has just a huge race we had um tim Grichy on Mm -hmm. just last week talking about they sold out their speedway i don't know if they want to do a road race but what are you thinking as a guy who's always thinking of the bigger picture with cities and markets where could NASCAR be next? Well, there's a hand, you know, NASCAR for a long time actually explored the real possibility of doing something in New York near the city, uh, you know, maybe on Staten Island or something like that. Um, well, now you don't have to build a permanent facility. If you can prove that it works to set up a street course, you can do that. Let's look at the Pacific Northwest, whether it be, uh, you know, Seattle. We already have a road course in Portland where the NASCAR Xfinity Series runs, um, you know, areas like that. I've always been a fan of let's see if we can take NASCAR to parts of the country that are not served by the sport. And even beyond what we're doing here in the United States, I mean, they've talked about going north of the border, south of the border, international. But I think pretty much anywhere in this country, I would love to see something in Denver. Um, you know, that's another great part of the country that, you know, people just don't get NASCAR racing anymore ever since Pike's Peak Raceway shut down. So uh, I, I think the possibilities are endless here. And that's another thing that's great about what the sport is doing right Right now, thinking and doing outside of the box. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you guys too. Is if you can go ahead and do this, this is the hard part: the logistics of pulling this together. If you can have that proof of concept that it can be done, then it can be anywhere. Brad, thanks so much for everything uh, that you're doing. Thanks for jumping on with Pat and I tonight. No, no, you know what? I'm, I'm I'm happy to hear you and Pat together. This is awesome. So y'all have a great time tonight, and we look forward to a great weekend in downtown Chicago. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate the time. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we will have more. I know Doug Rice is going to join us. We may have a driver or two, so keep it here. 720 WGN. Now back to the NASCAR Race Show. Sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Here's Dane Deal. 720 WGN. Hi, atop Chicago Skyline Studio. The WGN Street Race Radio Special and on the line with us. First off, of course, to my right, Pat Patterson, PRN play-by-play announcer, great broadcaster, and on the line, another one from PRN, the man behind so much of uh, the action there, the one and only Doug Rice. Doug, welcome to WGN. 
Well, thanks for having me on. First off, it's a kick to be on WGN. I, as a radio geek all my life, uh, to get a couple of minutes on one of America's great radio stations is awesome. Oh, Doug. Doug, 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 if you could just see where I'm sitting right here, as and I know how much of a broadcaster you are and how much you love radio, but there is not a studio in the world that has the view that this place has looking out at Navy Pier, looking around me at all these skyscrapers. I mean, what's a kid from Ashburn, North Carolina doing in here is what I want to know, right? Well, I enjoy every minute of it. Soak it up. Chicago's a great city. I've been lucky enough to spend a little time there, and uh, I'm I'm geeked about what's going to happen this weekend. Well, we'll get some pictures of, of Pat here in the studio. We'll send him to you. And, Doug, you will be here because now the, the word is out. You know, Chicago's a racing town. I think it always has been in the sense that I feel like, even though it's this beautiful metropolitan area, there's still a core of blue collar to Chicago, America's second city. So I'm not shocked that there's a good reception. And I'm not shocked that this thing that we started talking about about three years ago has come to fruition. Uh, There's a new sheriff in town as far as NASCAR is concerned. They're not afraid to try new things. Fifteen years ago, the schedule came out. It was the same one every year. You could set your calendar by it. And now they're experimenting, and I think this may be – at the, the zenith of the experimental stage that NASCAR's in now. Doug Rice, president of the Performance Racing Network, joining us here on WGN. And, Doug, I know the first time you went to Indianapolis as as the anchor, the broadcaster there, that there was a lot of special feel to, to being at Indy. You know, I, I, I don't know for sure what that feeling was like for you, but it's kind of that, that sense of electricity and feel here in the city doing this first time ever street race. I mean, nothing's bigger than Indianapolis. Nothing will ever be bigger than Indianapolis. But I got to tell you, man, this thing's got that same kind of magic uh, – you know, feel to it right now. First time events have magic. My old boss, Humpy Wheeler, used to say the most important word in newspaper is new. And this is new. It's fresh. Nobody's ever turned a lap except in the virtual world on this racetrack. And that's big. NASCAR's never in its history had its premier series run on a street course. And here we are. We're about to tackle the, the streets of Chicago. I mean, why shouldn't it have an electric atmosphere? Yeah, the first- and, and I'm going to go ahead and say, I, I don't know how good the race is going to be from a technical race standpoint, but if they have it and they pull it off, it's already a win. You have those first time events. It's always going to be new. It's going to be shiny. It's going to be, it's going to be popular. But, and we'll ask, you know, some of the other guests coming up later on in the program, but NASCAR's sort of premier events are the ones that have that certain cachet or people want to win. It isn't always based around, you know, the playoffs or championships or anything like that. Sometimes it's based on the location. You know, when we talk about, let's say, you know, Indianapolis for the Brickyard, for like it was a classic, it was a crown jewel immediately. Do you see Chicago? being possibly because because it is so different, so groundbreaking, I guess depending on how good the racing is, but could it be one of those premier races for uh, you know right out of the gate? I will tell you this, that there is not a driver in that lineup that doesn't want this trophy because there will never be a, another first NASCAR street course race or another first one in Chicago. So it already, with these drivers, even if they downplay it, no, they all want that. Everybody wants to win the first of anything. 
and especially in in a big market like Chicago, uh, I think America's third most populous city, to to go out and do that. Yeah, they want this. Yeah, and it's it's going to take a special temperament. I think you're going to have to be patient. I before I did the show tonight, I watched uh, one of the YouTube specials where Dale Earnhardt Jr. I guess wrote a Uber or something around the course. And it's it's challenging, and it has more elevation than I thought it did. All right, so let's get down to it, Doug. You you and I were in Nashville last week. We called the action down there, and we're moving on to Atlanta next week with the Performance Racing Network. We're we're right in the heart of summertime, and we're doing something we've never done before. You know and I know Joey Logano has always been really big when it comes to those first-time kind of things. But you know, just who in your heart do you think, maybe a couple, three guys that you think the fans need to watch this weekend closely? I think the guy that finished second last week, Martin Trex Jr., I think he's in a groove right now, Pat. He he went out to Sonoma, the most recent road course race, and he won there, and he looked really comfortable. And I, I think he's going to be tough. Kyle Busch in the Chevrolet is going to be tough. He's, he's a guy that rises to the big occasion. I just got those are, those are two that right off the top of my head. I want to say A.J. Allmendinger because I think he's the best road course racer in NASCAR, but colleagues not bringing the best cars to the racetrack this year. The team that he races for, I feel like, is a little down, but I think his talent may be able to make up for it. So Truex, Kyle Busch, A.J. Allmendinger with, with me hoping that they bring good cars to the track. So, Doug, as we let you go, you know, give a little information about PRN and some of the things that, you know, people can catch up with all the things that are going on with the network. And then, of course, we want to know, how are you going to be enjoying race weekend? Are you going to be out here in Chicago? It's it's calling you. We've got uh, some spaces for you. I would love to be there. Unfortunately, I'm booked up this weekend. But uh, PRN is owned and operated by Speedway Motorsports, and we broadcast all of the Cup Series and Xfinity Series races at all the tracks owned by that company. And as Pat Patterson just alluded to, we did Nashville Super Speedway last week, and we will be in Atlanta Motor Speedway this week. We do a total of 14 of the NASCAR Cup Series races. So we're heavily involved in it. We have a lot of talk shows, daily shows. Pat Patterson's been with us from the inception. I don't want to talk about how long Pat and I have known each other. It, it, it's it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Mm. So uh, we're we're deeply involved. That's that's our DNA is is NASCAR stock car racing. Uh, if you want to follow us, you can go to at uh, PRN Live on Twitter. We have a great Twitter following. Or uh, goprn.com. dot com. We free stream all of our races. And I want to say that about NASCAR. There's a lot of sports that hide their their streaming behind. Uh, subscription walls. You can hear every NASCAR race, whether it's MRN who has the action this weekend or PRN uh, free. If you know you can't pick up a great signal somewhere. Doug Rice. All right. Well, thanks, Doug. Thanks so much for jumping on the show today. We got to get you up here to WGN uh, as soon as you get an opportunity to get here in Chicago. Thanks for jumping on. 
I can't have Pat Patterson one-up me on being there. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Doug. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff indeed. All right. So, uh, so Doug, as we go from there to the driver, Pat, I'll let you introduce him. He is going to be driving the El Bandito Yankee car. Yeah. Welcome to the program, Alex LeBay. Uh, Alex is a, is a really fine road course. He's a really fine driver, period. He's behind the wheel this weekend for Joey Gase, sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. And uh, uh, it's great to have you on the show, Alex. Alex, welcome. We'll tell folks you're from Canada. That's where you cut your teeth, and you're racing pretty close to home this weekend. Oh yeah, no, that's gonna be a, gonna be really fun. We've got uh, two street courses and then a NASCAR Pinty Series every year uh, in Toronto and in Trois-Rivières. I haven't run them in, in, a, in a few years, but I feel like the, that experience in the past probably going to help me a little bit to uh, navigate the streets of Chicago this weekend. So when it comes to road course racing, <clears throat> you, you have definitely done that, but nobody has done this exact course. But, of course, you know, you've got the simulators and all of that. Do you feel like everybody is starting from square one for this race, or do you feel like you have a leg up or an advantage? Uh, I feel like everybody's starting from square one. Like, like you said, like, uh, on Saturday, we're going to be the first ever race cars to <laughs> to get up to speed on this track. I think I don't know. It's it's some uh, it, it's pretty uh, unusual for a, for a racetrack to have its first ever uh, laps on a, on a, on a race weekend. So it, it's going to be pretty cool. Nobody's got any data. Nobody's nobody knows what to expect. What the surface is going to look like. We go how bumpy is going to get. Like for setups and even for uh, how hard are we going to be able to attack, uh, attack the corners in the cars. So it's it's definitely going to be a challenge, especially with the format, like with practice and qualifying that are back-to-back. I mean, you won't really have time to sit down and really uh, look at everything and just try, try, try to make sure you, 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 you to go through your notes before qualifying. You're really going to have to, to, to get up to speed quick and, um, and be on the wheel uh, for, to qualify uh, uh, like not even an hour after your first ever lap on the, on the racetrack. Alex, talk about this uh, this opportunity uh, that you've got this weekend. Joey Gase, who's longtime competitor uh, in the Xfinity Series, run a lot of cup races as well. You and Joey working together this weekend, Patrick Emmerling's uh, race team as well. Uh, a good opportunity and a solid car. You finished, I think it was 11th uh, recently in this car, so it's a, it's a good piece that you're working with. Yeah, I'm, uh, it's my first now. It's my first ever uh, time with the Emerlin Gates uh, Motorsport crew, so it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. We uh, we haven't worked together, but the last time I the last time uh, in Sonoma, I was with the RSS group and uh, Kyle Seekstar. We qualified 11 and had a really solid day. So, uh, anytime we, we get on those road courses, I try to make my my homework as as much as possible. Get to the racetrack ready and uh, make the most out of uh, every opportunity. Alex, I got to tell you, good luck, of course, not only because you're driving the uh, El Bandito Yankee car. Good luck for you. This is a great hockey town, too, so hopefully you'll get an opportunity to meet Chris Chelios while you're here. And the Blackhawks got the uh, the number one overall pick in the NHL as well. So we're excited about that, and it would be great to have you in victory lane. Awesome. Yeah, that's the plan. We uh, hope we can leave our mark here for the inaugural event. All right. Thanks, Alex. We will let you go. When we come back, we are going to have Ray Everham. He is going to join us, NASCAR Hall of Famer. So keep it here. Pat Patterson in studio for the duration. It's staying here, 720 WGN.